let's talk about holistic health and privilege, whether that be racial privilege, financial, employment, mental health, or culture. There are certain privileges that really do have an effect on our health, and we need to keep that in mind as individuals when we're trying to change our health or want to change our health, as well as as health professionals working with people. And I think this gets forgotten a lot, and so I wanted to talk about it today. Hello, and welcome to the Blue Poppy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Allison Macbeth, a certified holistic fertility and menstrual health educator. Join me as we talk all about periods, hormones, fertility, holistic health, and more. Let's talk about privilege. This could be racial privilege, financial or employment. What is your mental health like? What is your culture like? You know, in the world of holistic health, we always talk about how you can change your health on your own. You know, how you don't need outside help or not as much outside help as maybe Western medicine would make you believe. You know, you can change your diet, you can do exercise, you can take supplements, you can see a naturopath. But the fact is that this really does come from a place of privilege, and that's often forgotten. You know, often as professionals, we might look at clients and think, like, why why aren't you changing your habits? You know that this thing is bad for you. You know that you need to eat differently. Like, why aren't you doing it? And part of that is this psychology of behavioral change, which is quite complex. Changing habits really is a difficult thing to do. But then another factor is definitely privilege. You know, some people don't have the capacity to make the changes that they need to to improve their health. Like, what if they are working multiple part-time jobs and just don't have time after work to cook? Or what if they can't afford the food that they want to eat or the supplements? You know, what if they don't have health insurance to cover visits with a naturopath? What if they just don't have time and energy and the mental health to tackle their health concerns? You know, this is why I meet clients and most professionals, we really try to do this, but it's important to be reminded, I think, to meet clients where they're at. You know, what are their specific goals? What do they want to do? What are they able to do? Not what they should do for their ideal perfect health, but based on their situation now, what are the possibilities for them? So I am privileged, you know, I'm a cisgender white woman, I have a good job, I own my own home, I'm not struggling financially, and I think I need to remind myself of this once in a while, because in the world of wellness, this definitely needs to be a bigger conversation. For example, how can we bring reproductive justice to the greater population who doesn't have the privileges that I am fortunate enough to have? So if you haven't heard of this phrase before, reproductive justice is defined as the human right 
to maintain personal bodily autonomy, have children, not have children, and parent the children that we have in safe and sustainable communities. This phrase was defined by a group called Sister Song, which is a charity based out of Atlanta in the States, and they're dedicated to reproductive justice for women of color, and they've been working on this since the 1990s. Now, it's a big issue. There's lots to unpack. I, I can't do it all now, but I just wanted to bring your attention to this so you can start to think about it. So, you know, I will say that I will commit to learning more about this and finding ways to be a champion for reproductive justice, ways to maybe alter my practice and different ways to help people that improves their access to services. For other practitioners, if you're listening, please remind yourself to take clients where they are at and work with their goals and their circumstances. Rather than, you know, what's the ideal of their health? They may never get to ideal health. In fact, most of us don't, right? Um, But what do they want to do now? What are their specific goals now? And how can you help with that? And then... For clients, for people trying to change their health, try not to blame yourself for not making certain changes to your behavior. Like I said, changing behavior is very difficult. Just do your best with your situation. Change what you want to and what you can, what you're able to. And it's okay if you're not perfect or don't have perfect menstrual cycles or perfect hormones. Most people, in fact, are not perfect. You know, do what you can with your current mental capacity, finances, and social support that you have, and look for ways to improve that if you want to, and figure out what you need to, you know, live the life you want or take steps towards what you want, but just know that you don't have to do it all. You may not be able to do it all. You just do what you can. And let's try to ignore the toxic positivity or the idea that you can and should be able to make all the changes that you need to. Because don't forget that even if you do absolutely everything, chances are you won't have perfect health. And there's so much that we can't control. You know, we don't have control over our genetics, the environment we live in, the culture we live in. Our work and relationships all have an effect on our health as well, and you can't control all of that. So just do your best and seek out support in whatever way you need it and whatever way you have access to it. You are all doing a great job looking after yourself in the best way you can based on your current circumstances. And maybe those circumstances will change at some point, and maybe they won't, but I think we all just need to accept that We can't control everything, and we just do our best with what we've been given. And that for those of us who are privileged, we take time to recognize that and think about ways we can help people who may not have access to everything that we do. So if this is something you think is interesting and you want to discuss more, please send me a message. If you're looking for help finding access to resources, that maybe are not as expensive, then let me know. There's so many different options out there. You know, in terms of fertility awareness and hormone health, there's, 
you know, six months long, multiple sessions, in-depth, thousands of dollars programs on one side, but on the other side, there's plenty of options that are either free or offered on a sliding scale or small group workshops, online programs. Like there's a, there's a range of everything. Basically, no matter what your circumstances are, there is a way to find what you need. So please send me a message if you're looking for help and I'd be happy to share some resources with you. I hope you've enjoyed this. And like I said, get in touch. I'd love to talk about this more with you. Have a great day and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with your friends and come on over and join me on Instagram so we can continue this conversation. Please follow me at Blue Poppy Health for more great discussions on periods, hormones, fertility, holistic health, and more. I will see you next time and have a great day.